everyone, and welcome to the Brain Tease. I'm your host, Rachel, and let's talk brains. So the reason I chose the topic of meditation this week is because we are in very stressful, unanticipated times, and I would like to keep the topics a little bit uplifting for the next few weeks because it's just super stressful, and I would like to focus on self-care topics, so the first topic I thought of was meditation. It has become so popular these days, and lately there's been a lot of research on it as well, and that's what this episode is going to delve into. I would also like to apologize for the sound quality for the rest of this episode because my microphone settings were completely off, but I assure you in the future you'll have crisp quality recordings. On this episode, we're going to explore a few topics. First, we're going to look at what the brain of a Buddhist monk looks like. And second, we're going to see if meditation actually changes your brain for a regular newcomer meditator like me, or perhaps like you. And lastly, we're going to see if meditation has effects on anxiety and depression. So I think the beginning of meditation research in neuroscience has a really interesting beginning. So in the 1990s, the Dalai Lama, yes, the Dalai Lama, asked a neuroscientist, a very renowned neuroscientist, Dr. Richard Davidson, a question that really challenged him. The Dalai Lama asked, You've been using the tools of modern neuroscience to study depression and anxiety and fear. Why can't you use those same tools to study kindness and compassion? And Dr. Davidson and his group studied just that. What better way to study compassion meditation than using meditation experts, Tibetan monks? So in one study, his group recruited 16 Tibetan monks, each who had at least 10,000 hours of meditation experience, which is quite the amount of meditation experience. And also in this study, the group recruited 16 novice meditators, so people who learned how to meditate a week before the study visit. Both groups underwent a functional MRI scan while practicing compassion meditation and also while listening to emotional human sounds such as a human cry. There was a brain difference between both groups of the expert monks and the novices. During meditation, the expert monks had greater activation of the insula and temporoparietal junction, which are brain regions involved in emotion detection and perceiving the emotions of others, or empathy. In other words, the enhanced brain activation in monks during meditation could imply that meditation is associated with enhanced emotional processes like empathy. But not everyone's a monk, so does a little bit of meditation practice affect the brain? According to one study, the answer is yes. 
In a study done by Dr. Sarah Lazar and her group, after just an eight-week mindfulness-based stress reduction program, participation in the mindfulness program was associated with changes in the actual structure of the brain in regions that are associated with learning, memory, emotion regulation, and self-awareness. So these studies show that meditation can affect emotional regions in the brain. But can meditation affect anxiety and depression symptoms? Well, the current literature says that meditation can moderately improve symptoms of anxiety and depression. Yet right now there's not really much evidence to support that meditation's better than drugs, exercise, or other existing therapies. So, is meditation brain tease approved? In my opinion, I say, why not? It seems to help with anxiety and depression. Um, of course, meditation should not be used in lieu of therapy or medications, but it seems to help a lot of people. And the coolest thing about the studies I talked about today is that the brain differences and brain changes in regions associated with emotion and empathy and self-awareness imply that perhaps meditation is involved in enhanced functioning of those processes. Maybe meditation can help you regulate your emotions. Maybe meditation can help you become a better empathizer. Maybe meditation can really help with your self-awareness. Of course, I've only talked about a couple of studies and more research needs to be done to really solidify these questions. The beautiful thing about 2020, if we're looking at the silver lining of 2020, is that it's never been easier to try meditation. There are plenty of free apps out there, there are plenty of free guided meditations on YouTube if that's something you're interested in trying. So in these really, really stressful times, take a deep breath and take care. That's all for today. I'll see you next time on The Brain Tease. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share. What have you always wondered about the brain? If you have an idea for an episode, feel free to message me at thebraintease.com or message me on Instagram at thebraintease.